Do you remember that old saying? If it was easy, everyone would do it. If right now what you're doing is easy, that means you are replaceable. That means that anybody could be doing it. So one of the things that I used to keep in mind as a framework when I would look at opportunities would be, is it easy? If the answer is yes, then I wasn't interested. And the reason why is because anybody could do it. So how could I show my value? So I get this question a lot and I hear a lot of people say, well, how do I know I'm doing the right thing? How do I, is it hard? Is it difficult what you're doing? Has anybody been able to do it before? The answer is no, you're on the right path. You're taking the right course. And that's kind of the litmus test for it is if you were gone today, could the person that takes over for you do what you do? If not, that's the value you bring. If you were to leave your organization right now, would the territory suffer with you not being there? If you left a business, would the business suffer with you not being there? If the answer is yes, that's your value. But if it's easy, there is no value. If you're easily replaced, you don't have tremendous value. Now, if you look in the sports world, this is the, you know, the NFL is going through their uh, franchise tagging and Lamar Jackson famously is being franchise tagged. Basically what the Baltimore Ravens are saying to him. And if you're not familiar, you know, just Google Lamar Jackson, he's being franchise tagged because he wants a fully guaranteed contract. And the Baltimore Ravens are saying, we're not doing that. We're not giving you a fully guaranteed contract. Only one person in the league has a fully guaranteed contract. That's Deshaun Watson. And a lot of people in the NFL don't like to give out fully uh, guaranteed contracts because a lot of players get hurt all the time. So they're not, they don't want to pay $50 million a year to somebody who plays three games. And Lamar Jackson says, no, what happens when Lamar Jackson wasn't playing? They were competitive in every single ball game. Now they didn't win, but they also had a lot of injuries. There was a lot of injuries. They were really beat up. But if you look at the end of the season, they were playing Cincinnati. And I think there was like a miracle play that Cincinnati had to have in order to win. But they went toe to toe with the Cincinnati Bengals without Lamar Jackson. And so right now the Baltimore Ravens are thinking, I mean, hey, we we kind of have a really good team beside you. And we're just, we're inches away, not, not yards, not feet. We're inches away. And so we don't want to make a bad deal. And so right now, I don't think that Lamar Jackson has the leverage. I hope this point illustrated the fact that Lamar Jackson believed his leverage was extremely high. However, when he wasn't active, when he wasn't available to play, the Ravens did not win. They had a losing record. That's fair. There was also a lot of other injury injuries. And Lamar was having his worst statistical season so far, even though they were winning close ballgames. But his value was diminished because when he left, so I'm not saying that quarterbacking is easy, but if you leave an organization and the territory stays on the same level, what value did you produce? And there is... Something to be said about, you know, if you put in processes and you put in systems, but 
if you replace the operator of those processes and systems, over time, there will be some deterioration of the business. But it's called the sunset effect, where if you leave a position, you're still going to have business coming in. There's still going to be repeat customers. There's still going to be refills because of the business, business relationships you already established. The sunset effect, kind of like the sun slowly setting. That's kind of what it is with sales. And the sunset effect is if a company wants to lower their costs and they want to continue to get revenue, what they'll do is they'll lay off a, they'll lay off a sales team in October, November. They'll get two to three months of sales, but they won't have two to three months of expenditures. And so everything will look good on paper and their books will be balanced. And then they'll start rehiring. I mean, don't you think it's really odd that a lot of these companies are still are like hiring again? I mean, I look on LinkedIn and they're hiring left and right, but yet there was a massive contraction in the industry in October, November, December. That's one of the reasons. Sunset effect. Recalibrating. And businesses have to do that from time to time. I'm not saying there's anything nefarious about that, but what you want to know is if if what you're doing is hard, you're on the right path. That's the takeaway from today. If you, what you're doing is super simple, it's super easy, you are super replaceable. And you need to go out and look for a new challenge because it's going to be very difficult to create the understanding that you're the value that's being brought. So you always want to challenge yourself. That is the key. You always want to have things a little difficult. If it's just super easy, at some point, the company is going to start thinking, well, maybe we can just get anybody in there. I've seen it before. Okay. I've seen it before. We're highly productive reps. We're in a territory and they made it look easy, especially a territory that was, you know, not doing great beforehand. And then they were replaced. And then all of a sudden the business tanked. I've seen it before. It's kind of happening with one of my former territories <laughs> from years ago. Territory's not really doing very well. It's really struggling because it doesn't have the same processes and systems that I had in place. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying, like I said, there's no, ma there's no magic. It's just putting the right proper system and process in place and then just executing a consistent basis over a long period of time. That's the formula right there. Now that process and system might be something proprietary to me. I don't know. I don't think it is. I think it's super simple, but again, it's about understanding what you're doing and actually putting in the work. And I don't know if that's happening with one of my former territories, but um, I still know a lot of people at the company and I just say, you know, Hey, how's, how's, uh, how's my old territory doing? And they're like, well, not as good. <laughs> Not as good as when you were there. That's all I hear. It's just not as good as when you were there by a lot. So with a lot more advantages than when I was there. But anyway, but that's really kind of what is your value, you know? And so if what you're doing is super easy, you're in the wrong spot. You want to be challenged every day. That's when you know you're on the right path. That's when you know where you are supposed to be. It's supposed to be difficult. It's supposed to be, and I'm not saying in perpetuity, it's not supposed to be a grind nonstop for year on year on year, but in the beginning, it's going to be hard. So what you have to do is you just have to realize I've got to put in the work, the blood, the sweat, and the tears. 
all figuratively, but you know what I mean. You've got to put in the work and you've got to put in the effort. You have to build it in your own image. And it's going to take a lot of time. Think about remodeling a house. Do you think you're going to get sweaty? Do you think you're going to get bloody? Do you think you're going to be frustrated and want to cry or possibly cry? Yes. Especially if you're doing it with a spouse. Everybody knows it's you're going to start arguing over something. It is very difficult. The exact same is, is running a sales business. It's just like renovating a house. There's going to be a lot of work that needs to take place. And you're going to, you're going to question yourself. It's too hard. When you say it's too hard, just keep pushing. Okay. You have permission to keep pushing when it gets really hard. You know, what do they say? The old phrase, I'm pulling out a lot of old phrases today. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. Haven't heard that phrase in a while. I don't know if people are getting soft, but I do know that the generation after mine was the everyone gets a trophy generation. So maybe it has. Maybe this is just a different selling environment where people just aren't tough anymore. And I'm not saying mean. I'm not saying, you know, rude to other people, but just tough. Realizing that it's not going to be vacations left and right 24-7. There is going to be grinding. You have to grind. You have to get the repetitions in. Simple. Period. There's no other way around it. The only way to success is by actually putting in the work. And then through putting in the work, you're going to understand how to do it more efficiently, more concise, and faster. And that's what you're looking for. Over time, you're looking for speed. But it takes you a while to learn the skills, to learn everything you need to know in your business in order to move faster. So hopefully that helped that some of these uh, topics that I bring up are things that I'm talking to my coaching students about and other sales professionals that I'm talking to, sales executives, things that they're challenged with. So please take evaluation of your business. If it's super easy and you feel like it's on cruise control, you're in the wrong spot and you're wasting a lot of your life. Yeah, the money might be good, but you're wasting a portion of your life where you could be challenged, you could possibly make more money. So what you're basically doing is for a little bit of comfort today, you are robbing yourself of future opportunity. I don't think your future self would really appreciate that because we all, look, if COVID taught us anything, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. I was prepared to sell a bunch of radiation machines. I was in Raleigh when I got the news. I live in Charlotte. So I was in Raleigh in an office when I heard that the state was shutting down. and just like that, my entire world shifted. My entire world changed just like everybody's did. You know, you go along, your inertia is, oh, we're going to keep making money. Everything's going to be great. And you have a little comfort, especially in the sales world where you can make a lot of money. You get a lot of comfort. And then all of a sudden you think to yourself, oh, this is good. I've got this whipped. I know this. I'm an expert. I don't need any help. Nope. That's the time where you need to make some change and you need to elevate and you need to get to the next level. You should always be trying to get to the next level, period. If you're just satisfied with where you are today, you have already failed. Your future self is going to hate you for that. Don't let that happen. Always be trying to level up. And one of the ways you can know you're you're on the right path is, is it hard? The answer is no. It might be time to look around for some other opportunity. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. And uh, reach out to the show, Mike at Surviving Outside Sales. 
I am, again, I'd mentioned that I'm taking off a little bit of a break from featured guests. I'm working on a couple projects, uh, some big projects. I've been working on the website March 20th, so 11, 11 or so days from now, going to have that launched and uh, very excited about that um, just because it was, it's was it been a project of mine. First of all, I'll tell you this, it took me about eight to 10 months just to find somebody who was willing to do the work because quote unquote, it was too small of a pay and too big of a job. And there was gonna be too many hours. And fortunately I found an extremely hungry entrepreneur who was willing to take on the challenge and has worked with me for the last several months. Um, it is not her full-time work, it's her side hustle. So it's been a lot of uh, back and forth on Google documents. It's been a back and forth on email. Um, and we're hoping to, you know, after hours, you know, stealing a 30 minute zoom on a Saturday. Um, but it's, it's going to happen. And, um, you know, it was also interesting. I mean, I'm, I was trying to pay people to do this, uh, for, like I said, eight to 10 months and it just seemed like nobody wanted my money. <laughs> so finally I found somebody who was willing to do it. And, uh, you know, so it's been a kind of a labor of love for the last, I'd say four months, five months. Um, I mean, actually shoot, it'll be, I think we're going on eight months because it first, it started in concept and then it started in concept. And then it had to be delayed about six to eight weeks because of, of her bandwidth. And then it just kind of started, you know, a very, a very lengthy process. And is it good? Is it not good? Is it too many words? Is it not enough words? You know, you can, you can overanalyze everything and, you know, get input and advice from so many people, which I have, I've gotten advice from a lot of people and it's going to look good. I think, I mean, it's one of those things where I'm just going to, if it doesn't look good, Hey, I'm just going to let it sit there for a while and marinate and then look back on it in six months. But it's just, it's something that I've, I've wanted to do for a while. I wanted to have kind of a hub for things that I'm doing. And, uh, so that's going to be launching very soon. I've been busy on that. And, um, a couple other projects, um, I'm working on some things and, you know, just, just, just know that I'm going through some very similar things that you're going through. I'm trying to create some things I'm trying to build and I have to learn a lot. I have to learn a lot of technical competence from some of the stuff that I'm doing because it's not stuff I've done before. And so it takes a lot of time and I thought it would be a lot faster. I thought it'd be a lot easier, but it's not. And that's okay. You know, I, I'm doing everything that I can. I'm being as efficient as I possibly can. I just can't move any faster. I can't with what I have and the amount of resources that I have put into it, but it is definitely a labor of love because I see the light at the end of the tunnel. And as it always is, and if you stuck around this portion of the podcast, you've probably listened to a lot of my episodes, which is, I just want to make outside sales a better place. I want to give resources to outside sales professionals who may be struggling or they're looking for a leg up or an advantage, or they want a soundboard. They want somebody who's been there, done that to help them out. And I never had that. I never had that. You know, right now we're living in probably the best time of sales because there's so many resources out there. You know, if you want to and you want to have a free education, you can go to YouTube. But at some point, you're going to want to have specificity. And that's really where somebody like a sales coach comes in. 
And that's one of the things that I realized that people that have have um, hired me, they want specificity. It's not just listening to the podcast and then taking tips here and there. It is, hey, this is my problem. Mike, what do you recommend? And I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It keeps me sharp. It keeps me focused. I enjoy it as much as I hope that my clients have gotten benefit from it. So um, there's a lot, lot of stuff going on, a lot of good stuff. So thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Um, I'll probably start up probably mid April again with featured guests. I have a speaking engagement coming up in a couple weeks. And so, um, I'm very excited about that. I've got a speaking engagement. And so I've been working on that kind of customizing it to my audience. So just a lot of stuff in the works and, you know, the podcast is going to sound a little different. I'm trying out some things, just, just tinkering, you know, it's just, you always want to stay fresh. You, you just, again, like I said, there's no such thing as just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. There's no such thing. What I did for the podcast in 2021 is not going to be what is the format going forward in 2023. It just is what it is. It's always going to evolve. It's always going to change. So you just have to roll with that. So and especially what we're talking about today, this is not easy. So I know I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> I know I'm doing the right thing because it's really hard. And it's really difficult. Right now, we're up to 216 podcast episodes. And I never thought, I really didn't think that it would get to this point. You know, 216 podcast episodes. Now, my goal now, right now, is 1,000. I want to get to 1,000. So that's going to be a couple years away, but I want to get to 1,000 episodes. That's just in my mind you know, hell or high water, I'm going a thousand episodes, period, point blank. So that's what I'm shooting for almost, you know, I mean, 21.6% of the way. And, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm shooting for. That's the goal. So it's going to take me, you know, three or four years more. Okay, cool. I know I'm in it for the long haul. So hopefully you will join as well. Hopefully I can, you know, keep this ball rolling and keep you all entertained, give you some actionable tips, give you some, you know, mindset, etc. Thank you so much. I'm going to end on that one. Please reach out and Mike at Surviving Outside Sales. If you have any questions, you have any recommendations. Um, other than that, hope everybody has a great rest of their day and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Surviving Outside Sales. Bye-bye.